You're listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Hey friends, Dan Duvall here to tell you about something I am super excited about. The Bride Tribe Advanced 2023, which we are going to be calling Revolution. Take your place in the kingdom. This is going to happen at the Royal Sinesta in Houston, in the Galleria area from November 9th through the 12th. At booking.bridemovement.com, you'll be able to register for this event. And it links right from bridemovement.com. I know I don't always give announcements on this podcast for what's going on in the bride ministries world, but this is just too important, friends. It is going to be extraordinary. Every year that we do this advance, it is a move of God. It is a move of God. Last year, we had three hours of nonstop testimony after the event with a line that was still going and we just had to shut it down so we could tear it down. It was because God moves at these advances. And we don't want those of you that are part of our podcast family to miss out because you just didn't get the news booking.bridemovement.com. You can sign up. You will be able to get your hotel room. You'll also be able to get some information about the event itself, meet our speakers. It's going to be me, Todd Edwards, and also two of my favorite people from the other side of the world, Todd and Rachel Weatherly. And we are going to be uh, having an, an extraordinary time of family and fellowship, worship, and cutting edge revelation. So, I want to invite you all, booking.bridemovement.com. Now, in addition to that, Keep in mind, dandevall.com is the home of the Discovering Truth podcast. You can do a couple of things on that website. Number one, you can access our podcasts. Number two, you can purchase really cool merchandise like mugs and shirts. And uh, we have the whole Names of God series. A lot of people that watch church, they say, hey, where'd you get that really cool shirt with all the names of God? Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Gabor. Like, where is that sold? Danduvall.com, friends. And we, it comes in robes for the ladies and handbags and all that cool stuff. And you, you can know that um, you are supporting this podcast when you buy and look highly fashionable in your new gear. We also have the ability to become a podcast patron for as little as $5 a month. And that comes with benefits. You get early access to these podcasts and a few other goodies. And so the last piece of news, as many of you know, Overcomer Accelerated is our offering to those that want to accelerate their healing journey. You can join in three ways. One, you can join just for the live components, which includes a live ministry demonstration with yours truly on a weekly basis, as well as book study. Uh, option number two includes over 100 hours of coursework online in, in addition to the live component. And, and the third way to join is with a coach. So you'll get the live ministry and, 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 and the book study. You'll get uh, over a hundred hours of learning online, and you will also get eight hours of personalized one-on-one -on -one coaching with a trained coach every month that you stay enrolled. And so 
overcomeraccelerated.com. Check out the offer. And with that said, we're going to jump right into the podcast on the other side. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Those were your announcements. Well, friends, it is time for another episode of Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall, and it has been, yes, a little bit of time since our last one. In fact, in case you didn't know, my wife gave birth. She gave birth to a beautiful seven-pound, seven-ounce child who has been named Isabella, and we couldn't be happier. So I took a few weeks off, and we are back. And as promised, we are back with a guest who has been uh, just dropping bombs and leaving cliffhangers amazing story that we have up to this point and kate is back to give us some more kate welcome back to discovering truth with dan Duvall. thank you i'm excited to be here well you know um based on some of the messages that have landed in my world uh, i i know that there are at least a few people that are excited to get the next piece of your story now for those of you that have not tracked uh the first two episodes that i did with kate please go back dandevall.com and uh, any of the channels to where this podcast posts and listen to her first two she has told us a story that is just um mind-blowing um but it is her story it's it's the true story of her life and and what we know so far is that she was engineered um in conception uh, and, and, and and that was for nefarious purposes. Now, God overrides everything and he is redeeming all things. But um, her, her, her life includes a whole space of time pre-birth where she was used on various planes and different realms and went through a series of initiations where we're going to learn a lot more about today. Praise the Lord. And then and then she was born baby swapped. Wow. And then raised by a family and put through religious abuse and all kinds of other things. And and uh, she, she has been telling us the story. And so, Kate, uh, we are very excited to get the rest. And and, and we're pressing a hard rewind um, from where we left off in the last podcast. And we are going back to basically the um the time of your conception now i guess i guess my 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 first question is this you know just to open up the the conversation in this podcast um where to your knowledge does the storyline of your initiation pattern and path begin and, and 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 how did you arrive there? And I, I guess what that means is, right? So so your your CRISPR baby, the engineer, your 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 fetus, uh, they do whatever they do, science, put it on ice, and, and then they pull you out and you start being used in the other realms. I mean, and I don't know if you can answer this question, but what is it like to just show up and suddenly you're like being trained as a soul? but you've not physically been born. I mean, you're recovering all of this in memory pieces. So so just walk us through as best you can an answer to my question. Yeah, so from the, the memories I have at this point, um, and I'm sure there's more coming because <laughs> like I had stuff come up literally 48 hours ago that I was like, whoa, this is insane. My coach doesn't even know about this yet. Um, so, 
from the from what I have at this point, my understanding is that they um in their their CRISPR technology, they took my obviously I have three bloodlines that are very important to the Illuminati. I had all the right genetics. I have a, a Jewish background from a tribe that's influential in certain um, aspects of history and and also in the future in the New Jerusalem. And so they wanted all this stuff and they're like, yes, we've got this one. Um, and so it seems that they've they once they're happy with what they'd created, they essentially took that my my soul and and whatever pieces of me they figured out were good enough for their purposes. And then they seem to have given me a body and kind of like some kind of a bodysuit. I know there's a lot of talk about um body doubles or clones. Something of that sort is what they put me in so that I could um, physically train and function. Um, and, but I but I wasn't actually like in this time period right now, like 2023. So and that's and from the the age bracket that I have, like where my initiation um, into in like after all my training, my initiation into Lucifer's service started I was 13 in that time frame so if you were to and I have a I have an actual um birth date um that's in 1980 so that seems to be the date that Yeshua actually was like you came into existence whether that was through nefarious purpose or not that's that's the day that I spoke over you when I made you from the very beginning. And I said, this is the day she comes in, into being. Does that kind of make sense for you in that? In that okay. Way? So based on what you've been able to recover so far, we're, we're, we're settling on 1980 is when it yeah. starts. Yeah. Now your physical birth year mm -hmm. on this side yeah. is in the 90s, correct? It is, yeah. And I'm not exactly sure what that date is and the reason is because of the the baby swap so the the birthday that i have on my government id is actually the birth date of that other baby it's not mm. really mine um so i'm not sure exactly when in that year they brought me in um sometime in the in the early 90s i may have been it and, and probably in that same year because of just the age they had to make it match so i'm thinking somewhere in the fall, um, very close to the same, same birth date of that other child. Um, I've actually had a lot of, um, just because of, I've been studying the, the, the Jewish feasts and the, and the importance of the stars and the timing and the constellations like, um, Libra and Virgo, I was tethered to from, um, way, way back. So my guess is that they probably brought me in, uh, right around, um, um, either like the Feast of Tabernacles or um, what is it? The one after that. Um, uh, where they, Feast of Tab. I mean, uh, it's the one where they where they make atonement for this for yeah, all sin. The Day of Atonement. Oh, Day of Atonement. Thank you. Yeah, Which is, <laughs> I was just like blanking. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I'm okay. guessing that they they played that into their nefarious meaning and their gematria um, as a twist on who I am. They like to do that. Uh, and because of the constellations that I was tied to, I think that's kind of what they were doing. So that's my guess as to when my 
actual birthday is roughly 13 years after my actual entrance into the world as we okay. say. All right. So yeah. that, that 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 makes some sense. Okay. So so we're we're saying a start time of around 1980. So so yeah. they put you together, they pull you out, they create a body. Somehow, some kind of cloning technology. You don't know exactly. And, and, and this is the interesting thing that I'll say on that, right? Because I've talked to a lot of people that have been involved in all kind of every kind of project. So what I've learned over the years is cloning is like a super subject. It's like it, there's it, it, it's almost like uh, an umbrella term. Mm-hmm. So many technologies fall under that umbrella. And there are many types of procedures or processes that can be used to create all kinds of bodies and forms and so forth. And it kind of uses cloning sciences. So it's like, okay, that's very broad subject. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe a shocker to some people, you know, I like to think they've moved past the science they use for one of our current political leaders but uh (laughs) (laughs) you know who knows so um you you get one of these now i guess according to what you've been able to pull back what realm would you say the earliest training occurred in and what was that like well you want to go back there okay (laughs) let's go (laughs) I'm ready. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, this is going to be crazy. So um, I'm just, if you're watching YouTube and you're like, what is she looking at? Um, I'm just referring to my notes because um, a lot of this stuff came. Um, the And, oh, and I also just want to clarify this one thing. I've had a massive explosion in my understanding of the scriptures between this podcast and the last one I did. Um, big difference that you may notice on this one is I'm, using the Hebrew names uh, for Jesus and God and, and, and Christ. Um, and that's because I've had a massive breakthrough on how very important that is to call him by his name, Yeshua and, and Yahweh. Um, I'm not judging anyone who uses them differently, but um, for me, it really was a big breakthrough on understanding all of these encounters I've had with fake Jesus and, um, and, and being able to understand why all of these, high level leaders who I've watched my entire life was trained by tortured by um, have had experiences with why they could sit on television in front of everyone and be like, yeah, I believe in Jesus. Like it, it blew everything off and it, and explained to me why they can do that. And they're not kidding. Like they're not lying at all. It's because there actually is a fake Jesus and he runs rampant in, in our survivor community. And he just, he wrecks things all the time. And I fully understand why people would be like, Jesus, no, thank you. So um, my, I've really just come to love his real name. I'm like, Yeshua, yes. So that's why I'm using his name. Um, but anyway, um, I'm referring to hit to my notes because he has come and um, revealed a lot of the memories with um, like very vivid details and a lot of it overlaps and I don't want to uh, mix something up and, and uh, get it confused. So um, that's what I'm doing, but let's go back to super, super far back <laughs> and get into this. So um, I'm going to start off in Montauk because that was kind of the base of the operation for a lot of the things that happened. So um 
this first um, kind of group of things that they were doing in Montauk was actually very much um, centered around Nazi scientists and and all of their experimentation. Like the, the, the Nazis were the ones that were experimenting on me and they were the ones who were engineering me using the CRISPR tech, um, doing bringing in the the high level ritual priests and, and all the sorcerers and, and all this stuff and kind of conducting both this high level ritual and also this high level science on me. So um, they did a lot of stuff um, before they kind of started sending me back in time to train. Um, a lot of that was the foundational like military programming, um, trauma programming, bonding, all that kind of stuff. And um, they did like, and this, this was kind of done, like they would, it's almost like they would switch out my body depending on what they needed me to be able to handle early on. So um, if they needed me in an infant or toddler body, I'm talking in my preconception um, state, then that that's what they would give me so that they could get the appropriate responses from that. Um, cause I can, I, when I see these things, I actually like see myself as that age or that in that form. Um, so one of the things that they were, they were doing and preparing me to be able to handle the, the time travel stuff, which was for the, basically if you get put into time travel, um, they're training you like a super high level because time travel is extremely hard on you. Um, most people die. Uh, like it, it, it's the thing, the the intense ritual evil that has to be done on you to be able to send you back like that, and to twist and warp um, time as we as we think of it is insane. There's so much blood. There's so much murder. There's so much abuse. There's so much stuff involved just to be able to get a person to the point that they can then ship you back there. It's it's incalculable. So they have to do a lot of pre-work to build you up to that. So what they did with me, uh, one, one of the big things that they did is they, um, they actually injected me with um, venom from as many of the world's poisonous snakes as they can get. And the point of this is so that they um, could get me to be so hardened, like so tough that I could handle my role of espionage. Um, so I was, I was being trained as an assassin spy. Um, and they needed, and this is a well-known fact, like in the military, they, they medical experiment on them all the time. And big part of that is, uh, VAXX. So, and there's many, many kinds of them. So the, the most deadly ones are the ones that actually contain venom from these snakes. So that's what they were injecting me with again and again and again, um, just to make sure that I was able to handle it because like most normal people would just die from one injection and they were doing this like again and again and again. Um, so, and I kept surviving. Um, but <laughs> this is what Yeshua revealed to me is like the reason you didn't die when they did the last dose, which was like the highest one they could figure out is because I kept you alive. Like he nice. was there with me. Yeah. Go ahead. Alive in the body. They, created for you yeah yeah okay just to be clear please yeah yeah because like um in your like 
in your preconception self, like that is you. Like that that's you. Like you can be killed. Even if they put you in a body of some sort. Like you can be like I watched children who were like that, same as me, be murdered. Like they never were actually physically born into the earth. So like there's like there's murder going on in like the spiritual realm and like the physical realm it's it's crazy it's it's disgusting but we're going to talk about it because we're going to shed the light on the darkness and the darkness is going to be overcome so that's why we're going into this and i should just i forgot to do this uh i'm just going to put a a trigger warning on all of this stuff as we go forward um because we're going to get into some some dark things so um not to be disgusting again but to reveal the works of the devil so that he can come into judgment. And for those of us who have been in darkness, so that we can find the light and arise and be set free. Mm. So, um, yeah. So, so you survived the highest yeah. concoction in that body yeah. because of the power of God working yeah. on your behalf in a yeah. body they created for you. So you could go through Luciferian initiation. I mean, this is, yeah. Intense. Yeah. And, and this is, and I, I really hope that this makes um, people think because um, I can like, just in what I shared right there, most people would be like, I'm out. I, I, there's God isn't like that, but that's not the God of the Bible. Like, no way. I'm here to tell you. Yes, he is. Yes. That's him. That's exactly what he does. Okay. And like, I am passionate about this because he, this is not who you're going to meet in our Freemason churches. Okay. This is not who they're going to, who they're going to introduce you to. Okay. That God is the God of Kabbalah. He's weak and he's awful. Okay. Yahweh is amazing. He's so amazing. Like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to tell you guys. So, and so all of this snake venom stuff came up for me. Um, actually last year, um, I was, um, I, I can't remember if I shared about my hand, um, but basically, so my right hand, this one, I last program, I think it was, I talked about how um, Anubis had grabbed my hand and like literally forced me to commit murder as part of my initiation ceremony to Lucifer. And, um, and so I actually had the physical effects of that coming out. Like my hand was raw. It was raw. But what happened right before it, it turned raw and was actually manifesting the effects of that was there were literally two teeth marks right here that came up first and like obvious like just two like like the the two teeth they stick the venom in right there that was the first thing that came forward and um i just remember waking up one morning and being like what and i live i live in canada in a place where like there are not really venomous snakes that's rare i've never interacted with one of those things but i know what the snake bite looks like i've seen it so when i saw it i was like whoa something else is going on here and then and then when my hand turned raw then that really started me like all right like what am i manifesting here so that's what was going on there and um um so that they once they figured out that they had me in a place where I could withstand their vaccination. Cause you have to understand. So they, they um, trained me to be an assassin and a spy and to, and th- 
I was never supposed to be like a, a plain clothes civilian. I was supposed to be operating in the military, like in the physical, like right now, as I am. So cue this whole um, pandemic that we've just gone through. Um, what what were they doing to the military? Well, they're injecting them. So I was supposed to be able to be at my highest level of training in the military, probably in the black ops, and um, and be able to take anything that they were giving me and be fine because I'm a super soldier. That was the plan. So, and then, and, and as we've seen, I mean, all of the propaganda around, well, they're taking it, you can take it, it's all fine, right? I was supposed to be one of those people who could be, you know, presented as, well, she's fine. What's your problem, right? So, um, and, and this is a lot of why they do this, because they know years in advance, like what they're going to be doing. It's all, it's all premeditated, right? So they experiment and train and plan towards that. So once they had done that, um, they also did a bunch of um, like a military programming. I had, I had military programs come out of me that weren't even listed in the book. Like it's nuts. They did synthetic computer um, programming it on me. Um, they did a lot of constellation stuff heavy, heavy astrology. I'll get into a lot of that stuff that came out. Um, basically they program the heck out of you because they need to be able to control you once they send you in that time warp. If they can't control you and something goes wrong, like things go really, really wrong. So it's heavy, heavy, heavy programming day and night. Um, and then they, min they mingle that with the, with the, with the torture. Like they think they figure out what your, um, what your buttons are. And for me, my big button was, um, I cannot stand watching a child suffer. Like it makes me puke. Like I just want to die. Like, I don't want to see it. I can't handle it. Like a child screaming. I just, I cannot take it. Like that is one of the worst things on the entire earth for me. And they figured that out because they figured out like, um, uh, the way that Yeshua created me is, a to actually be like a very gentle spirit, a very, very soft, um, kind person, like very, um, compassionate and loving. And they figured all that out and they were like, awesome, we're going to use this to our advantage. So they would sit me down in Montauk. And this is something that, that Yeshua, um, he, he showed me this and he's like, this is going to hurt, but you need to understand like why you react the way that you do in this life. When I, when I, um, when I see a child in pain or I hear a story of someone being abused, something like that. And I just was visceral, like, oh, mm -hmm. and, um, and, and so what they, uh, what they would do is they would put me in one of the rooms and they would make me watch children just be utterly destroyed in the worst ways, long torture, short torture, the worst sexual abuse. Like I had to watch it all, all of it. And if, and if I reacted, I would be punished for it. So they taught me to just completely stone face and, and, and they split me like that. And actually one of the, one of the ways that they did this, they actually took me to um, one of the castles in, um, in England and um, um, both the queen and prince um, was her husband's name, not Charles. Um, 
Queen Elizabeth's husband. I can see his face. <laughs> so it happens. I blank on the name, but I can see his reptile face. It's just awful. Anyway, that guy. Um, okay. And they were both. Prince Philip. Philip. There we go. Yes. Yeah. Thank okay. You. Yes. This guy. So they brought me into this room and, uh, and there was a child there and um, Philip literally transformed into his Dracoreptilian self and, and the uh, Queen Elizabeth was also there and she did the same thing. And I was like, they were, they literally went through the entire ritual of like, this is how you abuse, destroy and kill this child. And then you eat them. And this is how you do it. They were literally training me how to do this so that I could receive the power from that in the blood and the adrenochromes and, and, and all the chemistry that resulted in that. And, and they were like grooming me into this, like desensitizing me in that particular experience. I split. So I just like, couldn't take it. I was already like quite, quite a ways into my training by this point. And like, and they're, and they're still, they're like, yeah, we're going to just, we're going to, hardline it on her like she's gonna she's gonna become like us and she's gonna learn how to do this just like us so that was a memory that came forward and it was very horrific um but this is what they were doing um just they want to erase anything that that mirrors the image of the creator um and his love and compassion his hum- and and the humanity that he put into us they want us to this is the funny thing, right? Where they, they need us to act like drones that just don't have any ability to think or feel or interact with the world around us, but they need our humanity because that's the only way that they have legal access to the world and, and to, and to all of the things that were originally given to Adam. So they, they love and hate us at the same time. And that's what like compels them to be this evil and wicked and all of this was happening under um, various chapters of the military, like the, the black military. So I had um, um, like there are guys from like Skull and Bones. There was um, there were American army people in there. There were obviously I was trained under the Nazis very significantly. Um, Mengele was actually uh, the head scientist over um, my department and, and the other kids who are in there with me so and all of this like fully explained to me why at as a child in this this time frame i was obsessed with world war ii um history okay so 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 where you're at in the story right so you're spending some time mengel is overseeing this operation you're with other children now would you say that was before or after 1980 like, are, are you being time shot back into a, like the sixties or the seventies or the fifties or like, where are you in time? It was both. Okay. So like Mangala would come in and like actually be there. And I'm not, and I've, I've studied a lot of this stuff where people say like he, they were able to like clone him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and other people like him and then have the clones do the work. Um, that's very possible that I was interacting with the clones as well, but I, they also put me back in time and I'm going to, I'll get into this cause it's really nuts, <laughs> but they, they put me back in time with him literally, and also had me training under him. So it, and they do this to can like, keep you on your toes, like keep you confused. You never really fully 
have like you can't have your bearings too much because if you do then you can start to figure out how things work right so, so they need to keep you unstable this is so interesting so you know i, I don't know if you've ever heard this term i'm sure you have right future humans Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we have people that say, okay, we're being visited by future humans. Yeah. Well, in a sense, during some of your programming, you were a future human yeah. being programmed amongst, and this is an interesting thing, amongst children mm-hmm. that were naturally born um, mm-hmm. into those projects in those time frames, which is really interesting because people say, okay, well, I was, I was born in the sixties and I went through programming in the late sixties and the seventies. And the, you know, I remember these be, there being kids and kids in cages and kids in the labs and kids. And I don't know who these people were and I don't know what came of them. And it's like, well, actually some of those people were clones or, but there, but there's actual souls from humans that will be born in a future date. Yeah. Now that really makes the whole underworld a wild yeah. experience, like to to understand yeah. the nature of it. It's just it's just another layer. Yeah, wow. yeah. And I would say, like, I believe all of those stories. Like, they all make sense to me. I'm like, they can have this and they can have that because I was switching back and forth. So I I believe people when they're like, yeah. I saw this. I saw this. I'm like, yeah, makes sense. Me too. <laughs> Please continue. I'm just, I'm just. Yeah, no. And that's a very, very good point. Cause um, one of the things I think we need to um, allow ourselves when we're coming out of this stuff, cause it's so crazy and so d- dark and deep and, and wicked is we have to not box ourselves in when we're unpacking our memories and be like, Oh, well it doesn't make logical sense. Therefore that can't be. Um, that will, that's a, um, that's a tool that they put into you so that you don't question and you don't think deeper and you don't, don't ask Yeshua to, to reveal the truth. Um, because, and I, I actually have said this to someone before I was like, just because you don't find it on Google doesn't mean it's not true. Mm, mm, Like Yeshua will reveal to you the truth. He always tells you the truth, the whole truth. And that is the golden standard by which you can unpack the rest of your life. So, um, yeah, that's a, I appreciate you making that point because it's very relevant. Right, right. And Professor Google, you know, the other thing that people need to understand is like paid rankings. Like whatever you pull up on a search term was put there by money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even, even Bride Ministries, like when Bride Ministries gets pulled up, I promise you, like our ministry has invested capital in ensuring that we are, it's called search engine optimization. I mean, that's just anybody that wants their stuff to be found does this for search terms. And for certain search terms, you can guarantee that there's dark money ensuring a storyline on Professor Google. So it's just, you know, in case you know. Yeah. (laughs) Take everything with a grain of salt (laughs) or three. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So, so Mangala, you you went you were in with Mangala in multiple time frames. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I'm going to jump into that right after I put a couple more points in here. So another thing that they did, um, just so that I for, I don't forget this piece, but they, um, so I also had very severe back pain. I've had it most of my life. Um, and it, it got worse and worse as it, as I went into my twenties. Um, and like doctors, they just want to drug you up and write you off. And that, that was my experience in the medical system, which I don't recommend to anyone. It's full of sorcery, witchcraft and death sentences. Um, and don't go, don't go there unless you, she would distinctly tells you where to go. Um, yeah, it's bad. And, um, so I had all this pain. I was just like, at this point in my life, I was like, okay, hey, what is going on? Like, why, why? Cause I don't, I've had like injuries and stuff, but nothing enough to explain crippling back pain. Like I can't get up. I can't pick anything up. I can't move Like, what's going on. So what they, what they did is they, um, they tied me to specific moon phases. Um, and because I'm female, so they, they use your period against you because that's something that Yeshua gave you to be able to, um, have children and fill the earth. So they, they're like, sweet, let's, uh, make this a, a point of agony. And, uh, they use their witchcraft and their sorcery to, to tie you to the, um, to the moon cycles mm -hmm. and to the rituals. And then they mm -hmm. can bring in a lot of pain through that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was not only tied to the moon, but they also, uh, tied me down to Atlantis. So they use actual points in the earth that, that are very symbolic, very important in the, in Satan's kingdom. Um, so I had Atlantis, but I also had Tartaria, Libya, Egypt, Palestine, Syria, Babylon, Iran, Turkey, Georgia, Armenia, Ukraine, Carpathian mountains, the Ural mountains, and Canada. Like they stuck all of this stuff. I have more than that, but those were like the big, big ones that they pumped into this particular type of, of programming and, and pain. Um, and this is something I want to touch on just before we get into this other stuff as well. And it's that, um, so we talked about how I was, uh, edited and, and they, oh, and they also, so I'm not sure if people can see, but I have this like one ear that's kind of like bent a little bit. And then the other one's actually like quite pointy. So, and that always really bothered me as a kid. I was like, oh, I look like that. Like, I understand sometimes people are just born that way and that's okay. Um, but I was like, this is weird. And I was always obsessed with elves. Like when Lord of the Rings came out, I was like, this is my thing. Okay. I'm going to just destroy Lord of the Rings for all of you and Narnia while I'm at it. Um, those movies were released for a reason. Hollow Earth is real. All of those races are real. Um, not all of them are good. They actually twisted a lot of that stuff. Um, and uh, when you're watching that stuff, you're actually being programmed and taught to believe the inverse of what's really going on in the Earth. Um, and I'm actually living proof of that because one of the things that they did is they took the, um, there's this race of evil elves from hollow earth. They took their DNA and they actually injected it into me. This is why my ears look the way that they do. This is physical proof of the genetic scripting that they were doing in me. And they had the audacity to, to um, on this particular program, the ELF 
stood for evil living freak. This is what they did. And they're like, this is funny. That's what they did to me. So that being said, someone may be listening to this going, well, if that happened to me, then I guess I'm not human anymore. And well, there's nothing to be said for that. I guess I'm beyond saving. And I just want to completely smash that to bits. This is what Yeshua did. He revealed all this stuff to me. And I was like, whoa, this is really heavy. Like, who wants to be told they're not human anymore, right? No one. That's awful. It's it's horrific. And and the thing is that they then, like, they took voice to skull technology and they would tell me, you're not human. You're, you can't be saved. You can't redeem. You're beyond this. Don't even try. Like, this is what they would do years and years and years, not only, like, in my preconception state, but also as a child. My 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 entire physical life has been all that programming just going off in my head, and I and I thought it was normal that people had all these voices going off in their head. I thought everyone had this. That's not normal, okay? That's them. <laughs> that's that's the wickedness of Satan doing this. So Yeshua just floods all of this stuff with his light, and and this is what he literally did. I literally experienced this. It's amazing. He rebuilt my entire body from the top of my head to the end of my feet from the smallest nano component all the way up. I literally felt my entire body like shift, like all the way down as he did this. And he put me back into the true design that he originally intended for me to have. So the body that you're looking at right now, this is not a clone. This is not something that CRISPR made. This is not something that is a super soldier anymore. This is me, the way that my creator intended me to be. He undid everything and he took the pain with it. Did he do that during like a deliverance session or were you sleeping or what was the context? Just he, This particular one he did, I can't remember which prayer we were doing, um, but he did it during one of our, um, one of our coaching sessions. Yeah, it was amazing. It was like, Oh, it was Earth Systems. That's what it was. Yes. Okay. I forgot to read this other note because as it was happening, I was like, I, I felt like I was going to explode. Like, like my skin was like literally like I felt like I was just going to, and like not be a body anymore. And he like held it together and I was like, Whoa. nope. And we're just going to rebuild everything. I was like, wow. <laughs> and here's the thing: it didn't hurt. Okay. He just, he undoes all the, all the pain programming. Cause when they do this experimentation, they don't use anesthesia. They don't No, They want you to hurt so bad. You'll never forget it. Okay. Pain is a tool that they use to control. And, and they also use it to, to, to plant doubt in your mind so that you think, well, if they did that to me, like how bad is it going to hurt if someone tries to take it out? Right. It doesn't hurt. Yes. She would love I, I'm so glad you bring this up and we're going to, this is just a small sidebar, but like, I remember years ago when I was first stumbling into all this, because, you know, I'm, I'm creating these prayers as I go. Right. And so I think the first one was like freedom from Illuminati genetics. And then I was like, okay. that And that was a short version. And then I was like, there's all these other non-human, so then freedom from non-human bloodline genetics. This is all in the first prayer book I put out. This is, this is, this was still the like basic stuff. And I was like, yeah, people have Alvin genetics and dwarf genetics and Nephilim genetics and Anunnaki genetics. And I remember I was trying to explain this to people back. We're like in 2017. 
And people are like, you know, yeah. I got so <laughs> so many. Ooh, <laughs> mm. <laughs> and I just got so sick and tired of it. I was just like, look, okay, I'm gonna do this prayer in this room. I don't care if you agree or not. We're just gonna go through this, and then you tell me what happens afterwards. They started doing mass deliverance. I mean, I, the most unexpected people like doubled over getting delivered of like <laughs> werewolf genetics, and it's like, how did this get in there? And it's like, you have no idea. But I didn't even know all the ways, and so we're learning more today. I, um, a year ago, finally put together this massive, I don't know if you've done it with uh, your Valerie yet, uh, your coach, but um, the, uh, 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 it's like freedom from uh, uh, pre-Adamic Illuminati bloodlines. Mm -hmm. Yep. You, did you get I can't to remember if we've done, I'm not sure if we did that one, but we've definitely done the Illuminati bloodlines one. Yeah. Okay. Well, you would remember pre-Adamic Illuminati because yeah. because it's like thirty pages long, so it takes, it takes a real. Okay. Time. Yeah. We might may we haven't gotten there yet. Could be. But one of the uh, uh, races that are uh, is on there is the Elven race, which really it, you have the light elves and the dark elves, and there may be many other subsets. But like, you know, I was trying to explain this to people, and it, you know, and it's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> The, the elves play a huge role in a lot of things. Like you have no idea. Mm -hmm. Anyway, you're telling yes. us the story. Give us the yeah, and, and the elves are very, um, I mean, what Lord of the Rings shows you with Legolas being like all like sneaky mm -hmm, and stuff, mm -hmm, very agile. Mm -hmm. Like that's legitimate. That's what they were putting into me because I was wow. they, top of the line super soldier. Like they need me to have this ability, right? So they're- but Hold on, they hold were, on. In this memory- was it humans working with elves that were working on you? Were you in the custody of the elves or was it just groups working with elven genetics? Like how, who was responsible? Um, so what I saw is both elves and like Nazi scientists. However, they also brought in gray aliens to do stuff. Um, and I just want to put this out there. Like if you haven't, woken up to this yet please wake up the great aliens that they're showing you in hollywood are actually legitimately real they're wicked vile and evil creatures that have no ability to feel they are used to do the dirty work of the higher ups and the the other so-called smart ones in the dark world um and in particular they really like using them for surgery because they don't care if you're in pain um and th these are not these are not things that we should be like worshiping and like watching on tv and being like oh yeah it's like so cool i can't wait for the aliens to come back no 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 like those are not good i cannot underscore that enough so and and here's another one so another thing they did is they took me in the great aliens took me in in montauk threw me on a a table no anesthesia they just cut me right open took out all my eggs and they were going to offer those to Lucifer as part of my um, marriage to him when I got initiated. They took everything except three. And that was like also part of the trauma. And at that point, I was like already ready to be initiated. Like, And there's this other idea that like maybe would sound cool to some people. They're like, oh, like once you get really high up in the realms of Satan, then you stop being tortured in trauma and, and you start like 
enjoying like all the fruits of the dark world and all the powers and stuff and you get to start doing stuff to other people well yes but you you are always at the mercy of the wicked one i was tortured all the way up to the top okay because evil can't ever get enough ever so um i forget where i was going with that but the point is (laughs) Well, so we All started of these on guys the are elven, not good. <laughs> like, so elves, Nazis, greys. Yeah. Got <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. I mean, to your point, um, e- even like at the higher levels, this is what I've been told, people willingly receive certain torture rituals yeah. on themselves to get more power. It's like they tell them, look, you let us torture you like all of this, and then you'll get more power. It's like, I'll sign up. Like people get so deceived. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it, it, you're right. I mean, it's always torture, always pain, always blood. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and for me, like they, I think they were trying to get me to the point where I'd willingly do that stuff, but I was um, never like, as much as they tried to, to make me like not care about the pain that I was inflicting on other people. And as, and we're going to get into like stuff I did, um, they were never quite able to do that. But what they were able to do is turn my hatred of what they were doing to, to innocence and to other people um, into vengeance and hot, furious anger. And they actually like, they took out a, a part of me, like they stripped out um, any, uh, all of my humanity, except the very, very core. I, I don't, I'm not really sure like what the word for that core would be, but it, it would essentially be like, um, what makes me Yeshua's um, creation, that peace, whatever that is at the very, very seat of, of us. They weren't able to get that out. They tried, but they couldn't. But what they put in instead was um, a gorilla, a jaguar, and um, I can't remember the other one another animal uh, but that gorilla if you guys have ever seen gorillas get angry like they're terrifying that's what they put in me and so they were able to um to funnel all of this rage that i was feeling into this gorilla spirit and i carried this around for me until literally this year like i would i would just get so angry like scary angry just and i, I couldn't understand i was like what is the matter with me like this is insane I'm like out of control, raging. That's it. And they and they would use that to their advantage to be able to target me or send me after a target. And I would take it out because I was so mad and it worked really well. And 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 then they would be able to be like, um, like if I started to kind of not want to do stuff, then they could be like, well, we're going to do this to this baby if you don't. And then I would just be like so mad and I would just go do it even though it was an equal um, wickedness. So this is all of this is like the foundation of the experimentation and the programming and the torture that they laid on me um, in order to, to send me back. So now we can get to that part. Um, I am going to just put a, a little uh, fun note in here. <laughs> that, um, Valerie and I figured out uh, just a couple of weeks ago, she asked my spirit this question. And uh, um, my understanding of this is that it's different than time travel. Maybe you know a little bit more and can explain, but 
Um, apparently there's this thing that's called a 20 and back where they can pop you into like a kind of like a um, period of time and send you on a mission and then you can come back. And um, my understanding of that is that it's different than if they send you back to like the 1800s or like uh, World War II. Is am I is that making sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I I think one of the best explanations of of, of the 20 and back uh, uh, comes from a gentleman I actually had on my podcast, uh, mm-hmm. Tony Rodericks, and we, um, we 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 talked through his testimony. It, it essentially, you know, at a certain age, the he was he was abducted, um, and they did a procedure on him. One part of the deception was you know, you want to be part of something cool with us aliens. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to help humanity and do that. And it's, you know, then, um, so they, 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 they basically go forward in time from there, his physical body stayed, but they put him in a, essentially a clone body. And so he lives 20 years on this timeline in a clone body that, that starts in the MK ultra type project over in, California, and then he goes here, then, you know, CIA ops, whatever it is, South America and back and um, different things. And they use him for, and then, and then uh, he gets recruited into the secret space program as a clone um, doing the 20 and back. And so he's in his, a body that's his DNA, his stuff, but it's, you know, and, and so then he's off planet for a number of years. And when the 20 years is up, it's like the contract ends and he's time shot back to the point of departure. And then he lives those same 20 years in his family that he was born into, goes through school, goes through this. And it's like, he, he even says, I remember the day when it's like, I'm syncing up with the departure point to be type shot back and it's like whoa i i like myself i'm fully back i don't understand this and then it was many more years later where the memories start to return so that would be like the 20 and back it's like you you're actually simultaneously living two lives one in a clone body or several and then one on a physical normal earth life for Mm -hmm. that time and and during a 20 and back, you know, what he explained is you can be even pulled out again and and do like another 20 years or whatever it is somewhere else. And then mm-hmm. time shot back and time shot back and they're using pieces of consciousness to do it. Um, but the time travel, right. We're in different, t- like you're in 1800s, 1700s, Babylon, uh, mm-hmm. Egypt, like <laughs> Samaria, like there's a totally different parameters mm-hmm. on yeah. the travel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to get that clarified so that um, if someone's listening, they're not getting confused because <laughs> I'm going to talk about them both. So um, what has come forward is I had seven 20 and backs. I don't have the memories for those yet, but that was definitely a piece of this time frame and possibly my physical existence as well. So that's there. And then I have the time travel. So we're going to go into the time travel stuff where they actually sent me back. And this is going back to your original question of how far back did they send you to do all this training? So here we go. Um, the first thing that they did is they actually shipped me into hollow earth. Wow. And uh, so this is a real place. And a lot of stuff goes on down there. Um, hollow earth would be like, this is where a lot of like the elves and the, 
um, different types of races are, they interface with other like reptilians or types of beings down there. It's kind of a, a meeting place, a holding place, but also um, like rituals can be done in there. And it's a whole other place of realm of existence. Um, in this particular instance, they threw me into a pit of um, naked dead children and babies from a bunch of rituals and sacrificing that they had done. Um, and they like put me in there to desensitize me because they were prepping me to go on some missions. And um, basically what they made sure that I saw all around me was like elites, reptilians, um, demons, fallen angelic powers, the whole lot, just like beasting and having a fantastic time doing their evil down there. Um, and they're just like, they're laughing and they think it's, it's, this is like a good day for them. Um, and I was like, so disgusted inside. I was like, I need to get out of here. However, um, they didn't like, let me just leave. They made sure that I was actually introduced to Poseidon and, um, Poseidon is not like how Disney shows him. Uh, not at all. Like he is like the king of the, the undersea and that whole underworld and very, very wicked. He commands a lot of the Marine world. And, um, so they made sure that I had an introduction to him so that I wouldn't think twice about my commands that were going to come from him going forward. Um, and he has this, uh, submarine type ship docked down there. This thing is like, it's so monstrous, like the tunnels that, that go through the earth and connect these worlds. They're both physical and um, interdimensional. So, and and they can move their equipment and themselves through these tunnels in both the physical and an interdimensional state, whatever that is. So the one that, I, this one was actually in a physical state, physical cavern. And um, like, it's just, there's, there's so many stories on it. Like it's, it was just, it's huge. So the point of that was to kind of like, show me like, here's the powers that are going to be telling you what to do. And here's the equipment that you can be using and accessing and be, and, and start being trained on. So that was huge. And then, then after that, they did this. So, um, I'm just going to read this because this is how Yeshua um, revealed it to me. So they, I saw, so I saw myself as a young girl. So like would have been me in, in probably like 10 to 12 year old um, age in my, my preconception state. And I was sitting cross-legged just kind of like somewhere in, or probably around Montauk. Um, and then I became like the Buddha statue that meditates and um underneath me there there like these golden threads of multiple intertwined snakes that started to appear and then suddenly they put me in this triangle triangle starts spinning this, this is a witchcraft is going on and it shifted into a pyramid 
And then it became the Great Giza Pyramid. And I'm triangulated and like and connected to all of these points. This is all like all in me. So they can like send me through all this stuff, however they want to. So send me into this. Um, they sent me to the Giza Pyramid and then they shot me out to a, a corresponding ice pyramid in Antarctica. And then they sucked me down into this portal. Um, and as I was traveling down to the earth and preparing to enter the sea, I shapeshifted into my mermaid form. And I plunged into the darkest depths of the ocean. Like this isn't just like the sea bottom where there's a bunch of rocks and debris. Like it's like under that. It's this is whole other realm. And um, so there's this iron gates that open before me. And I just saw this form of an entity sitting and they, there's this throne. And there's just the and, and the, and the wall of this throne room just opens and I just saw thousands of slaves just like lining this wall and they're there to serve this entity. And um, so behind this throne at the end of this hall, there was this pedestal and on the pedestal is this like altar. Um, and when I talk about an altar, it's also a portal. They, they're dual purpose. Um, and so they, something gave me this like bowl of white liquid and they told me to go pour it on, on this altar. And I did, but I knew that like whatever was going to happen was not good. So, but I, I, like, I had to do it. I was being compelled by something that was just like, you are going to do this, whether you want to or not. So I poured it out and suddenly this massive, like wicked presence just enters through this portal and it took the shape of a disgusting octopus monster. And it was, a, it was a, a female deity. And the name Venus came to my mind. And they took me, put me on the table. And then these other demonic beings came in. And they, so I'm like sitting on the table. And then they bring in like all these babies and menstruating girls. Because there's like power in that. And they literally like start um, eating them. And then um, they start like pulling my parts out. And when I mean parts, I don't mean like physical body parts. I mean like parts of me. They start like just taking it out. And then this is where they they got everything except my core. Mm. Um, they couldn't get that. But then they put back in like thousands and thousands of demons and like other beings and, and stuff. And then once they were done that, they put the essence of Venus into me. So, um, and then at that, after that, like, yeah, like <laughs> I can get into this, like Venus is synonymous with um, same Semiramis, Ishtar, Inanna, um, Astarte, Asherah, Isis, Aphrodite, um, queen of heaven. This is all the same being. Um, and so they stick her in me. So I'm now hosting her. And they did all of this to be able to like give her a way to like interact in the physical world. But it was also part of their plan with, um, as I mentioned before, so they called me the, um, the Isis of New Babylon. Um, if you go back and study uh, the Tower of Babel and you look at Nimrod and you look at um, what he did and, 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 who Samaramis really is and who Nimrod is and who Tammuz is. Um, they were creating this, this triangular, um, 
like a false trinity. And all of this plays into their plans for the new world order and the the um, Satan's kingdom on earth. So um, that was foundational to a lot of the other stuff that they were getting me ready to do. So that was huge um, right then and there. Because once you, once you have that, um, that being in you, like you can manifest their power. And I had this being in me until this year. And I'm going to, I have to tell you guys this story because it's insane. Like <laughs> this, like getting out of this, like I've been hunted, like literally had my life on the line getting free from this. And, and I don't mean that lightly whatsoever. Like, um, uh, two years ago, I had literal black ops militia helicopter come fly up to my house. I'm standing in my garden. They fly like 50 feet away from me, lock their sights on me. And I kid you not, the only reason they didn't shoot is because Yeshua was standing right in front of me. And he didn't let him do it. They tried it a second time. Sent a second helicopter. Same thing. Lock me in their sights. He stands in the way they can't shoot. At that time, I had no idea who I was. Like, I had no clue the stuff was going on. I was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I'm a dead man walking, right? Well, this is, they they don't want this story coming out. They don't want the truth to be exposed. They don't want the wickedness of Lucifer and all of his minions and, and any, they do not want this testimony to come out. They want us dead. Okay. Um, Yeshua talks about how you will be hated by all men for my namesake. You will suffer. You want to be set free. You're going to take up your cross and follow me. Okay. The story I'm telling today, I'm bringing through much suffering. And I'm not saying that to pat myself on the back, but to, to speak out to other survivors who don't have someone that they can talk to. Okay. Like I've lived my whole life with this the stuff going on and I, I can't fall apart safely with anybody, not one person, no one. I've been maligned. I've been character assassinated. I've been cut off from help from no one prays over me or for me. Nobody encourages me with the words of scripture. Uh, I've been gaslighted. Like people, the people that are left in my life who I figured out aren't trying to like actively murder me. Like, treat me like I'm insane. I can't even speak the name of Yeshua to them because they're they literally sitting at a dinner table and they just literally turn their head. Like I said, nothing. And all because when you start coming out of this stuff and you claim the name of Yeshua of your life and you get washed in the blood and forgiven of your sin, and you start getting all of this wickedness out of you and you're repenting and you're getting forgiven for your sin and your transgression and your iniquity, not only in yourself, but in your entire bloodline. And, and, and in my situation, in other people's bloodlines that aren't even related to me, like you change, you change, your whole life just changes. It's radical. It's scary. And people don't want to want to know the truth. They don't want the light shone on them because if, if it touches them, it might reveal that they too have sin and, and transgression and iniquity in their own life. Maybe not to the same extent as me, but they might have to repent. They might have to actually 
get on their face in front of Yeshua and say, woe is me for I am undone and I need the sacrifice that you've made for me at the cross, okay? And so instead, because their works are evil and they cannot love the light, they turn away and they treat us like the scum of the earth, okay? This is what, this is the cost of, of, of freedom, of, of true life in Yeshua. It's worth it though, okay? Okay, like, and and I have walked away from from family inheritance, from money, from relationships, from high level uh, career, not once but twice, because Yeshua revealed to me that I was actually recruited in because of my super soldier abilities to feed the beast system. Walked away, like the change that comes into you when you know Him and He is everything, and it doesn't matter what the world offers you is huge it's like <laughs> whoa it's transforming and so and so uh all of this is what i'm, I'm talking about this because <laughs> like to have this power of this 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 deity in you and you could take that and just sell yourself back into into the realms of Satan, just get a little bit of programming, get a little bit beat up and be like happy go lucky and, and, and become someone in this world. I could do that in a heartbeat like that. That's what they want me to do. That is the choice that is set before me every single day. Do I sell out and go back or do I follow in the footsteps of my savior who, who gave his life for me to Calvary and rose again and changed everything? Even even if it costs me everything I have, everything in this life, they take my house, they take my family, take doesn't matter. Okay, I am not giving up because of for the hope that is set before me and the joy of His return. When He comes, He's going to judge righteously, and I will be redeemed, and I will never ever cry another tear. He's going to undo it all. Okay, this is worth it. So when your life is on the line to get free. And I'm not just talking, I'm preaching to myself, but I'm preaching to you out there who probably are in the same boat and going, is it worth it? Does the pain ever end? I'm telling you, it's worth it. He's worth it. Don't give up. Keep pressing onwards to the upward call of Yahweh in Yeshua HaMashiach. Don't give in. He's, he's coming soon. Okay. This is what they sent after me when I realized that I need to get this, this thing out of me. I was literally, this happened like two months ago. I'm like driving down the highway, major lane line. Okay. They've trafficked on this thing in my, in my area for years and years and years for wickedness. Like this thing has been powered up. I had already done a bunch of work led by the spirit to set it free and get the, get the right angels on there, cleanse it and wash it. And that was a whole other story, but this this land has been cleansed and claimed for Yeshua. And so, and every time I go somewhere, like I kid you not because of the things that have been sent after me to murder me, like I go covered in the blood and I've got backups and things that Satan doesn't want to meet. So I'm driving down this highway and I'm like in the slow lane because I don't like speeding. <laughs> and I'm like looking in my rearview mirror and I see this black Tesla car behind me. I don't like Tesla and you're about to find out why. And I'm like, okay, well, you're, I'm you're, you're going to break some hearts on this one. Good. Okay. It needs to be said. It <laughs> needs to be said. And by the way, 
oh man, if you're worshiping this dude after I tell you this, like, guys, this is your wake up call. Okay. So I see this Tesla behind me and I'm like, mm, interesting. And, uh, and I, I, I pay attention to, to cars and stuff. Okay. It's kind of just programmed into me after being a super soldier my whole life. You always kind of have to be aware of yourself. That's not a bad thing. Being aware, being awake, uh, because the spirit will lay things on your heart and be like, pray over this, pray over that. And be like, okay. So this guy like comes up and I'm like, oh, he's going to pass me. I'm going slow. And he's just like sitting in my blind spot. And <laughs> there's like not very many cars on the highway. Okay. It's so, like, I knew exactly where this guy was and he wasn't passing, wasn't passing. I feel something lock onto me. And in the same moment, I kid you not, this happened in the physical real world. Angels come in, they nail this thing with lightning and it was gone. There was no car on the highway that could have been mistaken for it. Nowhere near it. Nothing past me, nothing behind me. I'm like trying to like keep my car on the road. I'm like, where did it go? I'm just like shaking as I like get off the, onto the next road. I'm like, shoot, like what's going on? He's like, they sent an ET iguana king after you. He's the guard of Isis. So this queen of heaven that I'm hosting. He was deployed to tail you. He's telling me this as I'm driving my car down the road. Okay, like Holy Spirit like keeps the car on the road so I can just be like processing like what just happened. He's like, he was sent to kill you because the dark side is mad. They know you're going to take her out today. I had a meeting with Valerie that day and they knew the jig was up. So they, they came to murder me. And then he just unleashes this whole thing. He's like, Elon Musk is absolutely involved with the ETs. That's why he drives a Tesla. That's why it's this big thing that they're pushing, pushing, pushing for the whole world to worship and fall down before and give their lives over and give their money and the whole nine yards, okay? Tesla symbol has three prongs on it. They stand for the three races that are working together, the Marine, the Reptilian, and the Intergalactic Group, all of which I served. Elon is the Reptilian. Isis is both Intergalactic and Marine. And the Iguana King that they sent after me is also a reptilian and intergalactic. He is tied to a faction of the Nazis in Brazil, who's involved in child trafficking, and they also serve the Mayan gods, who are demons. And as he's explaining this to me, I can literally see the angels are taking on this huge fight with his entourage, who got mad that they just took him out. And they, they literally like sent them packing. That night, ISIS got the boot. Okay, but this is, this is, and here's the deal. They, they didn't learn. Not a month later, I'm driving down the same road and they sent another car. Same thing. Gone. Thin air, gone. Okay, you lay your life on the line for Yeshua. He's with you. In the physical, in the spiritual, like, I'm not promising that you're going to get through life all the way. Okay. I know that every day I'm a dead man walking like, but that's okay. Because for the reward that's coming, man, I cannot wait. Like I'm so excited, but here's the thing. As long as, as long as we're, we're, we're walking in, in the truth 
and we're walking in repentance and we're getting free and we're obeying him and we're not giving in to the lies that would have us come back and serve Satan, he's going to take care of us. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they try to do. I'm just like some chick, dude. Like, I, what am I going to do against that? <laughs> Nothing. He does it all. It's it's awesome. So, okay. So there's a cost to this, but it's worth it. Go ahead. Uh, well, I couldn't agree more. The the cost is worth it. So you got set free of ISIS or yep. Venus, but the insertion point was actually a pre-birth yep. ritual occurring in the deep. Like we're talking under the seabed, the realm yep. where. Poseidon drives his submarine multi-level ship and 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 Venus comes in looking like a big octopus and puts her essence inside of victims. Uh yep. wow. Okay. And, and but you got delivered of that on this side. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So 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 Hollow Earth was not the uh, if you were offered a free vacation to Hollow Earth and they Airbnb'd you, uh, would you mm. take it? No, oh, never. Be like <laughs> already. <laughs> yeah, not oh. until that place gets washed by the blood and remade. No way. Mm-mm. My goodness. All right. So 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 Hollow Earth is that that and that's where it began. Yeah, they started down there. Yeah. Now I have to ask a question. And this may be bouncing, getting out of order of things like the pre-birth. Yeah, that's thing, okay. But yeah. But but you you brought up Tataria several yeah. times. Yeah. Now, if there's one thing that I would love to know more about, just for personal interest, it is Tartaria. I mean, I have been you know, you, you try to look it up online. It's always the same disappointing squabble about, oh, yeah. you know, some mythical who knows what. And there's some lore. And so go take a hike. Like, it's, it's just like, oh, so unsatisfying. And I I know there's got to be more. So I have more for you. <laughs> Here we I'll go. Be like, way down the line. Where, where does Tartaria nope. sit in your... This is, this is perfect because this is actually... Finally, we're getting to the point <laughs> of where did they where did they start doing a lot of this military training? So, um, I have a whole thing for you right here. Okay. Um, and I'm not trying to uh, like I'm trying to lay the foundation of explanation of like what was empowering me to be able to do this stuff and like so that um, it, it kind of like can help thread some things together for other people who are unraveling this because it's very very complicated and crazy. And especially when you're just getting memories back and you're like, whoa, like, where does this fit in the timeline? So I'm trying to, like, build a seemingly logical pattern of, like, how they developed uh, developed me and my, and my abilities and skills um, as they went. Because, yeah, once you get into Tartaria, like, that's kind of, well, we'll see here. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's just pretty far back. So, um. They sent me back in time on a lot of um, missions to do different things. A lot of it was assassin work. Um, so like 
I spent time with all kinds of different um, groups in the past learning the art of war. I don't have all of those memories yet. I just know that that happened. Um, but when they, once they kind of figured out like, okay, she can handle this stuff and she can go further and further back. Um, then they sent me here. So, um, and this is fun. I really like talking about this. Okay. So I mentioned earlier, like when they do time work on you in the satanic system, like it costs you every time there's cost blood of many, many lives. Um, it costs you as a being that like years off your life, pain, trauma, um, things can go wrong in the process. Um, every time you come back, like they, like these guys don't like let you recover nicely. Okay. So I think like it, it sucks basically. So the way that I, uh, came across this, is completely different and it's really cool so i've actually been on several uh time warp travels this year um with yeshua and the way he does it is awesome like it's so cool like he literally like takes me on his back and he is the great eagle like the great eagle oh my gosh guys oh i can't tell you how good this eagle is it's amazing takes me on his back and when he time warps he owns the time warp he is the author of the time the whole story from beginning to end backwards and forwards inside and out okay you don't feel a thing it doesn't affect you there's no cost because he paid the cost already and it's it's his he he owns all the dynamics of it. He doesn't have to do all these rituals and all this sorcery in order to make it all work. He goes back there, comes back, like it works every time. So he's taking me back and it's really awesome. So he took me all the way back on this trip to the pre-Adamic era. So when I say pre-Adamic, very simply, that means before we open our, our, scriptures to Genesis and it talks about the creation of the world Adam and Eve okay so I know there's a lot of chatter in the world about this and some people say we're crazy and we're not or it was or it wasn't um I respect that I understand different points on that I've studied it myself but um at the end of the day um we get all of our information from the Holy Spirit and from the scriptures. And um, when he reveals it, it's the truth. And that's what I'm presenting today. Nothing that um, nothing that I've thought of myself. Okay. I'm not that good. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> so this is what we got. So he took me into this era and, and he saw the, saw the earth. And this is um, post Lucifer's fall. So, Lucifer had already rebelled and taken the angels with him, the the watchers they're known as. Um, and he's already been trading in souls and, and all this stuff for however long. And so this is at the time there seems to have been at this point some kind of, of human civilization on the earth. 
this is what I saw. Um, and I'm not sure if the script, I, I haven't gotten there at least yet in the scriptures where it like talks about these people, but we can definitely tell from studies of archaeology that there was something before us that was very great and grand, and we don't have the capacity to reinvent it at this time, um, which would a lot of people would call that Tartaria. And so a lot of these very important sites around the world that the ley lines are connected to things like um like all these all these big cities right pick a city um these all seem to have the foundations of this pre-adamic world that was there so the um, nazi scientists at montauk had sent me there to retrieve bones from these people that they wanted to use in um, in their science research. And the bones that they wanted me to get particularly were used in satanic rituals at Gobekli Tepe, which is in Turkey. And they actually had these bones hidden deep in tunnels that led to Middle Earth. So Middle Earth, Hollow Earth, I use them interchangeably. It's like the same thing. Um, but the the tunnels themselves, like they had done so much sorcery and so much witchcraft over it that um, if the Nazi scientists themselves had tried to go back in time and get this, that they would have just completely died. They would never have been able to retrieve it. Um, but because um, uh, like literally from breathing the air, like they would have just like passed out because it's so thick, the the witchcraft on this stuff. Um but because I could shape shift and use the breathing abilities of like other animals. So like a beaver, for example, um, I could go in and I, and I'd be fine. So like, this is why they do so much programming and experimentation and all this stuff in the pre-world, uh, in the, in the, in the pre time travel stuff so that you, they can get you to do this stuff and, and bring this stuff back. Cause they do want you to be successful, um, for their own ends. So, um, so I went in there, um, they dropped me at this site and, um, I did actually retrieve those bones for them, uh, successfully. And they actually used those bones to design today's super soldiers because they wanted the genetic material. And I'm just going to pop a little piece in here about synthetic biology. Um, if you haven't looked into what synthetic biology is yet, I highly recommend looking up, uh, Celeste Solum, S-O-L-U-M, at a shepherd's life uh or we, shepherd's heart I, I, i've had her on this podcast twice oh have you and oh. more recently yeah lovely so, but okay no, no go ahead give, give her her shout out she deserves Perfect. it yeah <laughs> she's done phenomenal research in this area especially around um sin bio and the reason i talk about that is because um one of the things that they also experimented on me um with is is actually related to sin bio and the um, the particular area that they were interested in um, was trying to figure out how to bring back like these ancient um, things like the Anunnaki or the or the giants or the um, like the the so-called Gaborim um, who had all these crazy abilities. Uh, so they were using they were using me to like do a lot of this genetic stuff. Um and, and this was part of it. This is part of why they sent me to go get this. 
So if you don't know what that is, go look it up. It's very important to know what this is and how it's actually literally playing out in the world around us right now um, and and get educated because uh, this stuff is real. Like It's not like 20 years from now. It's like already like in the world. So um, yeah, she's great. Um, so then, so I, I went in, got these bones and then on my way out and I'm like actually like at the Gobekli Tepe site um, I, this is like really horrific, but basically like, and this is the memory that came back. It was just like, I just saw the most unutterable evil being done to women and children at the site. Like Yeshua gave me like, kind of like a fuzzed image but at the same time, like I fully know what was going on. Um, and it's like stuff I wish I like had never seen. Like, I don't even know how these things are done. Like that's the wickedness and the vileness that was, that was happening. And the, like they were, they were smashing infants with like massive anvils and like drinking the blood and like getting power from this. This is pre-Adam. It's disgusting. And all the ritual participants that were there, they were all like drunk. They were like going insane from this stuff because of the chemical reactions and everything. Um, there were, I'm going to call them UFO ships because that's what most people would understand like the disc like vehicles as. Um, UFO isn't really the word, but those were everywhere. Um, parked on all like the high places, all those pinnacles and spires those are like docking stations and they can recharge with energy. Um, so like all the races were there, like participating in this thing. And Gobekli Tepe is like a huge meeting point. Like that, the ley lines that come out of that place are powerful. They're massive. And I was also like programmed into that one. So um, like the, you can just imagine like what they're getting out of this whole orgy. Like it's just cosmic what was going on. And uh and then like the grays were there mixing with the people. It was like totally normal. So like when they show you this stuff in Star Wars, all these different races doing stuff, like that's just like a mini version of like what has actually like that happens. That's real and gross. And if you're still watching Star Wars and you think it's amazing, it's really not. Please stop. Ask Yeshua why. Um, so the reason that I could go in and out is because I was like camouflaged. And so they, like, I saw everything around me, but like, they couldn't see me. So, um, so when, when Yeshua showed me that, showed me I had done all this. And then he, he kind of like, he'll, he'll like pull you out a little bit just to like explain kind of what, what just transpired. Um, he, then he, he kind of like, transitioned my vision over to like the arctic and he showed me that there's literally and this is really interesting if you've followed world news at all and you'll see all the powers are always fighting over the arctic well the reason is because there's actually a portal directly um connecting heaven like where yeshua is um to the earth but it also goes all the way down to the foundations of the earth and and what he showed me is that 
the wicked ones have been trying to open this thing like forever. And this really corroborates a lot of what, and I'm so sorry if I butcher her name, um, Jesse Chabodar. I hope that's how you say it. Um, she was talking about this, um, how they, they've been trying to figure out the right harmonics with certain children of the right um, bloodline or, or ability um, in order to open certain gates in order to, to get into heaven. Um, so what she's talking about, like, yes, that's legitimate for sure. Um, and this is what they've been trying to do with this portal. They've been trying to get in there. And what Yeshua said is like, they can't do it because I hold the keys to that, mm. to that portal. Mm. And he said, not everything Lucifer says that he has is actually his. And this includes the access to the foundations of the firmament and the earth. And he actually literally showed me the pillars of the earth is built upon. And he showed me that actually the book of Enoch, when it describes this, is true. And I was just like, whoa, <laughs> like that explodes everything I've ever been told. Um, so that's a like whole, I was just like, whoa, like, you know, everything. And like, I know nothing. Um, but he said that um, the great civilizations that were like in this pre-Adam Tartaria timeline, like they flourished all over the globe. Um but and this was before the watchers came down and this is before the creation that we read about in genesis and so he said what he actually did is he destroyed them because they had mixed so deeply we read about this in the account of noah when he was preaching to the hybrids and the reptilians for hundreds of years before um the lord shut him in and closed him in the ark and wiped everything out um he's like i did the exact same thing to this this civilization wiped it out and so then when you read your your scriptures and, you, and you, you're reading the account of genesis and it says and the earth was without form and void and darkness was over the face of the deep this starts to make sense and you, and you really start to piece that together so i'm not an expert on the mechanics of how that all works and everything i'm just sharing what came back and what i saw and where i was sent and and what what he revealed to me so so, so, so um, some of the main points, some of the main points. Yeah. So um, you were time traveled to Tartaria by the Nazis because they yeah. wanted the bones yeah. of Tartarians in order yeah. to take the DNA and weave it into super soldiers in yeah. present day. So yeah. that was, but Jesus also took you back there on a different like encounter. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there's different, yeah. so you're looking at two different angles of this whole yeah. thing, but you're describing it kind of as one. Now, yeah. when, when, when you were there, uh, you, you witnessed multiple groups, races, mm -hmm. reptiles, grays, mm -hmm. uh, 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 different entity type thing. And they were doing deep wickedness, rituals and blood smashing infants. So, so clearly there's also... Yeah child conceptions and groups and like like you have the ability to procreate does not necessarily begin when god puts animals in the garden right there's also procreation in so tataria the way that you perceived it and experienced it was a world that was pre 
humans like us, but they had humanoids, something that looked human-like that yep. was there in addition to the yep. other entity groups. And that's yep. the things that they wanted the bones of. They wanted those humanoid-like mm-hmm. bones. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. And 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 UFOs are obviously also pre-Adamic, like they were there. Um, mm-hmm. They used the the spires of this ancient structure. How do you spell that, by the way? Uh, spire. No, the or... uh, the the site. Oh, the site. Uh, go back. Yeah. Um, G O B E K L I. And then T E P E, T E P. Yeah, Yeah, you can look it up today and look at all the the ruins. And you'll. But you were seeing the 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 UFOs on the spires, like charging up while everyone's yeah. in the middle, like doing the rituals. And wow, yeah. wow, yeah, wow. yeah. And so, with that, like what I've really come to understand is that the, um, the use the stuff that we call UFO technology, like this stuff is is like angelic technology this Mm -hmm. is like stuff that's been taken and twisted and and used for wickedness even though it originally had a good purpose well totally and you know the interesting thing from other folks that i've you know talked with that even ones that flew these craft like the craft themselves are like living beings they they have their mm. own sentience so you when you fly these craft like they talk about like the mind melding like you you actually kind of what they did in the avatar movies right they kind of mind meld with those dragons but they do it with the craft and um so what what kind of technology you know is the living being like uh, so, so anyway okay I, I mean we just it is what wow it is what it is and and this obviously then opens up, okay, the um, just a more robust understanding, right, of of what the kingdom of darkness is trying to build because they're trying to build a trans-dimensional kingdom into mm-hmm. present time mm-hmm. that is also pulling on realities of agenda that is pre-Adamic. Like it, it's, it's pulling the pre-Adamic conspiracy against God mm-hmm into present time along with present time conspiracy against god and you know they're trying to build their new world order on the back of all of this yeah and (laughs) yeah speaking of the intergalactic stuff i'm just gonna go there for a minute and then i'll come back to the time travel stuff because um (laughs) i also flew one of those ships (laughs) oh well yeah. do tell yeah no problem <laughs> so um yeah one of the one of the the memories that i got back was uh actually started around the taj mahal and uh and i've always been fascinated with the taj mahal like my whole life but of course, there's no history on it. No one knows anything about it, miraculously, right? And <laughs> she would just brings me this memory in the middle of a session. I think we were doing like something for hormones and had, and this is what came out. I was like flabbergasted. So <laughs> what I saw is, so we're at the Taj Mahal and um, there's like the, great balcony at the top of this of the building and um the whole thing is set out in a very um um phallic setup 
so there's like massive symbology and all these things that are connecting in here. And, um, and the whole place is just lined, like decked out, like party, um, party status. And, um, if you've ever looked at the Taj Mahal and studied it, there's like those spires again around it. Right. Which we're told are for the prayer calls of, of the Muslims and, uh, no disrespect to them, but, uh, that's, again, those are energy charging stations. Those are docking stations. And, uh, and so what I, I saw is that there were actually like again i'm going to call them those ufo craft intergalactic ships there's a whole bunch of them like parked on all of these little spires everywhere and there was this the mothership was parked um on top of the biggest dome that's right on that building right above the whole thing and what was going on is um i was actually um i had just graduated uh, with the head of my class um, and there's there's a platoon of us um, and we were being we were at our graduation ceremony and I was literally handed the keys to the mothership and uh, and then my classmates became my um, my fleet and they all got the smaller ships so um, parts of that memory comes forward i'm like whoa okay this is, makes sense because we had previously uncovered that i've been um that i was in the secret space program um and for the record again like nasa is a false cover for the truth of what's actually going on in the space program if you ever look up the symbology of that place like and it's horrific but good to look into so that you can see deeper than that. So, um, and I always, I, I said, like, this is, I'm talking about stuff that like, as a kid, I never cared about ever. Like I've never cared about aliens. I've never cared about UFOs. I like, don't want to see it. I don't want to talk about it. I hate it. I hate NASA. Like, I don't care. Don't talk to me about space, anything. Okay. Here come the memories. And I'm like, no wonder I never liked it, right? And it's just crazy. <laughs> so, like, so that memory comes up, and then um went back, kind of did some of this time travel stuff, and then and and so he, here's what really came out literally 48 hours ago. Um, oh, this is nuts. So. Ugh. <laughs> Okay. So prior I mean, to me, if, if you take too long to get it out, we'll end up stuck with a cliffhanger. I know. You better hurry up. I mean, <laughs> going. a lot of people right now that are sitting there like, don't do it. Don't do it. Please. Let her... <laughs> She's got to get it out. <laughs> All right. Well, here you go. So um, right before this graduation ceremony, what they did is they took me to um this okay if you guys are familiar with egypt then i'm sure you've heard of the temple of abu simbel probably saying that wrong but it's very very famous temple site um i have a pile of programming that has to do with egypt and all of that stuff so they took me down there and and once again anubis um he's leading this ritual and they put me in the center of this black triangle and we're standing in the courtyard of that temple. And 
as this ritual is going on, the bottom falls out from under me. And I literally like fall down into this hidden chamber and there's this massive golden sarcophagus that's like etched with hieroglyphs, curses, magic, sorcery, all this stuff engraved all over it. And they sealed me in there for three days. And this is a mockery of Yeshua. That's why they do this stuff. Um, But this is a type of death ritual. And if you look at um, what went on in uh, in the Mediterranean cultures, Timothy Alberino has really done a lot of unpacking of the death rituals that went on around the Nephilim. This is the same idea that they were doing to me. Um, And basically what they were, what they were, putting into me is this synthetic like capacity to to interface with computers and other kinds of artificial tech but also like operating the physical and this all had to do with being able to run one of these ships like these intergalactic ships um and so they're just like infusing me with this capacity and this interfacing and all this tech and so when I came out, I was literally wearing a type of a Batman helmet, you know, the weird shape thing. And I had this like crazy armor. It was like so futuristic. Like I've never actually seen a depiction of this stuff. And like this stuff could literally interface, like what I was wearing could interface with all like tech- synthetic, natural, spiritual, like all of these different things. And this is like melded into my super soldier abilities. Mm. So they put that into me. Um, and then they also, um, they had also triangulated me um, into this uh, Freemason compass. Um, because when you're in the intergalactic realm, you need to be able to move in like constellations and like between stars and like take power and energy from the different grid systems that are between all of these different realms and dimensions, including the earth. So where they stuck me and we know I'm not making hand symbols for anything. This is all covered in the blood, but um, just to help people understand. So the, the Freemason compass is usually like a, it's uh, I'll try to do it on here. It's like inverted. So there's, there'll be like mm-hmm. uh, do one on top, one on the bottom. Right. Yeah, sure. So they stuck me like in that joining piece. Um, they, they connected me to Nibiru, the Vatican and Lucifer star. And then underneath that, they had the inverted triangle of Jupiter, Saturn and Mars. And this is like a massive, like, power core charging thing um and they, and I, they needed me to have this so that i could operate and like go wherever i needed to go for the record when we took that interface point apart lucifer had a galactic temper tantrum and it was awesome and uh, i can't wait to give him more but that's what they did so they made sure i was just like completely like stuck in this system and then they um this this is something they did i i saw this with a time travel so one of the things that they did when they actually did a time travel is they sent me back to the time of yeshua and when and the crucifixion 
and I, I had this, this like graphic memory of I'm just standing like at the foot of the cross, like kind of like where John would have been. And I was like looking up at the savior and he's just giving it all, you know, like just ripped apart from piece to piece. And he is <laughs> he's literally the epitome of a satanic ritual abuse victim. Like, this is our savior. And he's just taking it. He's just taking it. And I'm standing there with my platoon that I got sent in with. And we're just watching this. And like, I can't even describe to you how real that is. Like, I honestly believe that my little five-year-old self that heard the gospel message and believed it because I think the reason I believed it and was saved is because they were so foolish. They sent me back in time and I saw it giving it for me on the cross. And I... I literally interfaced with Yeshua in that moment and I was changed. And they can't stop that. This is when the programming breaks down. They can't undo the love of the Redeemer. He went to the ends of the earth for us. And you know what's crazy? They can't even get it out of the time travel. They can't. They can't get rid of it. He's everywhere. It's awesome. So anyways, <laughs> I'm like standing there with my platoon and I look down and I'm holding this, this little disc kind of thing and it's blue and it has this white star, five points on it. And I'm like, first thing in my mind is it looks like Captain America. And I never cared about superheroes, never read that stuff, never looked into it. All I know is the name. And I'm like, what is that? So um, Yeshua said, basically what they did is they awarded me this Captain America medallion as because because of my excellence in my military training and I could wear it like as a badge um but I could also take it and use it like a holograph technology and and they show this stuff in Star Wars like it's crazy <laughs> what they reveal <laughs> but except it was better than holograph technology. Like I could literally like call in my ship and it would, my ship is massive, like huge, 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 huge. But it would just like appear like a little ship, like right there. And then I could literally just like put myself into it and be driving it and go wherever. Like that's, it was kind of like, like a portal in that way. And, um, and like, basically I could, go cross-dimensionally, I could take this thing through time, 
um, this is kind of like the reward, like after I did the time traveling stuff and I could like, I could use it as an energy weapon. Like the, the medallion could be because of the, the five point star. Like that's very, very symbolic, very important in the, in the, the Kabbalah and all that stuff. So I could take that and like destroy things with it. Um, and so of course, um, if you look up Captain America, they literally tell you this. It's just very inverted and twisted. And and she was giving me the go ahead. She's like, go Google this. And I was, so I did the next day. I was like, you've got to be kidding. Captain America took a serum and he became what? A super soldier. And oh, yeah, I can't make stuff up. But anyways, they took this ship and they, what I was being, what I was using the ship for is to transport elites and all kinds of like top level wicked ones around the globe, like to do rituals. And like, we were like their escorts. And like, for example, I took the queen to Machu Picchu. She did a whole ritual down there, transformed into her Draco reptilian self, got all her power from the blood sacrifice, came back on the ship and I took her to the, next next place um this is like this is the stuff that i was brought into and trained to do and as crazy and wild as that is and i hope this helps unpack some stuff for the people i just want to make one thing clear before we wrap up all the things i've described today and i haven't even gotten into all the time travel stuff but all of this stuff that i did either forced to or done without my knowledge like maybe I wasn't awake when they did some of this stuff um and 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 or even even the vengeance that I took out as an assassin on on other people like all of this stuff um I have repented for mm. all of it mm. uh and claimed the blood of Yeshua over me and he has washed me clean so mm. I can freely talk about this and I have no shame, no guilt, no condemnation in me at all. Like I'm at complete peace. And this is the gift of salvation that he gives us his full forgiveness. Like, just like I saw him giving it all because he loved us on the cross. Like this is available to all of us, especially those of us who are like, I'm so dirty. I'm so worthless. I've murdered thousands of people. Like I'm beyond like you are not beyond. You are not. He came for us. He was on that tree thinking about people like you and me. And he loved us to the death. But here's the deal. He didn't stay dead. He rose again three days later. And Lucifer had the worst day of his life. He's like, I just screwed this up royally. (laughs) Like... (laughs) He's a ticking time bomb, people. And this is why we get to share this story and tell this to the whole world. Because you know what? As awful as this is and as dark as it is, and we have to have to reveal that stuff and shed the light on it so that we could come to the realization of the truth and be forgiven of our sins and cleansed and made whole and, and get healed and, and get help. But his time is coming. He's going to get it so good on Judgment Day. Like, that is the day I'm living for. And I cannot encourage you guys enough. If you don't know Yeshua HaMashiach, please, like, reach out. You can reach out to Bride, reach out to me, like, whatever. Like, we'll help you meet Yeshua and 
get your life changed. Like you lose nothing when you come to him, nothing except the shame, the hurt, the pain, the guilt, and all of the yucky stuff. That's, that's it. That's all. And then he replaces it all with his goodness and his love and inheritance in him is beyond what we can imagine. And when he comes again in his glory, he's going to judge every single one of these wicked, wicked, vile things and people who have done all this stuff and refuse to repent and get clean and forgive it. And he's going to give justice. It's going to be the best day of our lives. And I cannot emphasize that enough. Like his holy word, he tells us the whole plan, the whole plan. This is the best military plan in the entire world and nothing can defeat this. Okay. I can't recommend it enough. Like if i if nothing else I've said today sticks with you, please give Yeshua your life. You'll never regret it ever. Uh, you know, uh, friends, those of you listening to this podcast, if you have not made a decision for Yeshua, you could pray with me right now. I, I, I will lead you in a prayer that begins a journey. It's also on our website. It's called a prayer of salvation. It is a decision to receive the work that he did by faith because you believe it. And if you're listening to this testimony, you're like, I believe it. I'm ready. I'm ready to surrender my life. I'm ready for the God who reigns above every creep uh, and everything that he himself created. You just come and, and, and bow your head and say, you know what? Father God, I come before you in prayer. And... I confess that I believe that Yeshua is the son of God, that he was born of a virgin, that he died for my sins and was raised again to life on the third day. This Yeshua, I choose as my personal Lord and Savior, I repent of my sins and confess that I have fallen short. But I renounce the devil and his works and receive cleansing by the blood that Yeshua shed for me. Lord God, I invite you today to come in to my life and to live your life in me and through me from now on. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. <laughs> on that note, folks, we'll pick up with Kate another day. God bless and Godspeed. You've been listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Visit me at dandevall.com where you'll discover merch, books, and the opportunity to engage in our private social network. Join the tribe by subscribing to our email list and supporting this podcast. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.